Welcome to the Tim and James universe. The TJU is proud to present 31 Days of Horror The Return What's the matter? Scared to death? Just think Chucky's gonna be a bro You know what that means, everybody. Whoa! Watch out! There's a little guys running around everywhere. Whoa! Don't don't feed them after midnight. Whatever you do, <laughs> don't get them wet. Don't piss on them. That's right. I don't know if that works or not. Uh, interesting yeah, experiment. The one was in the fucking the, the pasta she was boiling. That's wet technically. Uh, that's true, buddy. Uh, that's right. We're I'm here not. for <laughs> we are here for day ten. Uh, and we're looking at a bit of an interesting movie uh, so far on the list. Uh, Gremlins 2, The New Batch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one, if you've seen the first one, which the buddy there has not, um, quite a bit different. Uh, this is not exactly how the first one went. Was the first one more grounded? Like it was more believable or, uh, or mean, like smaller scale where there was like, oh, there's only like four creatures, not fucking a hundred. I mean, there were there were a hundred, but they weren't they didn't get super varied like they do in this one. Ah. Uh, they were all just like, you know, the gremlins, like little scaly, oh, weird monster things. And there was like there was like a scene or two where they got cr- kind of crazy, like the one in the bar in the first movie where like the bunch of them are playing poker. and They're just going kind of nuts. But uh. this one, when they when the gremlins show up. It is like the entire second and third acts are just like one gag after another, and it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and I do have some notes uh, about that. I, I have on Wikipedia here. Um, so I guess uh, let's do the really quick rundown. So yeah, Gremlins Two. This came out in 1990. Uh, it was directed. It was directed by the returning Joe Dante, um, and written by. Did you see who wrote it? No. There's a guy named Charlie Haas. Oh, yeah, my roommate popped off with that. Oh, fuck <laughs> yeah. yeah, Charlie Haas. Yeah, not not the Charlie Haas, but a yeah. Charlie Haas. I mean, uh, uh, It stars uh, the returning Zach Galligan as Billy Peltzer, the returning Phoebe Cates, and new to the cast, uh, Christopher Lee, uh, John Glover, friend of the show, and uh, Star Trek Voyager's Robert Picardo. Where was he? Where was Robert Picardo? Yeah. He was like Clamp's main like assistant guy. Oh, okay. Um, he just had hair, which is I. It's very rare to see him with hair. Oh yeah, that dude. Yeah, he did very. He looked fucking super odd with hair. Very weird. Uh, I I think he was already bald at this point because wasn't he kind of bald in Dead Heat? I don't know. It it could have been a wig or could have just been like the last remnants of hair that he has because once he did Voyager in like '96, that started. I think. Uh, he was bald. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, my roommate pointed that out. He's like, I wonder if that's his real hair or if he's bald. And I was like, I, I don't know. At this point, I was I wondering. Know. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Did he have hair in a Mystic? What the fuck was the pizza movie called? Wasn't he in that? Loverboy? Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. He might have been in that. Anyways, um, that is our cast. The, the music was by Jerry Goldsmith, who I believe, yes, he uh, altered the scores for several Star Trek uh, movies and series. <laughs> uh, so the Star Trek ties keep on coming. God damn it. I know. Uh, your buddy has a little question, Poo, about how the whole gizmo thing works. Like the rules? Yeah. Okay. So if he just gets wet, then he spawns little uh, gizmos like him, right? Like it did in the movie. Yeah, other mogwai. Yeah. But what if – because it didn't show it, obviously. What if gizmo himself ate after midnight? Does he turn into one of those green dudes? Or does he just spawn the green dudes right away rather than the little gremlin, the little gizmo dudes? I would assume the rules apply to him as well and that he would turn into like a gremlin. Did he not eat uh, eat after midnight in the first one? No. The only thing that ever happened to him was he got wet. Oh, okay. And then the gremlins, or the other Mogwai that spawned after, like, pulled, unplugged his clock. So he's like, oh, it's it's 10. They, they can eat still. But it, they tricked him. It was already after midnight. And then that's oh. why the gremlins started in the first movie. Um, so there's another cl- uh, clock trick in this movie that actually works. So it's funny that that kind of came back. Yeah now, yeah, now it is, now that I know that. There was another thing I'm just gonna I'm just gonna mention it right now because I'm gonna forget. There's another thing that came back that they kind of acknowledged in this one that was like that they kind of moved on from. In the first movie, uh, Phoebe Cates, his girlfriend, tells a story of like why she doesn't like Christmas and because something like her dad was coming down the chimney like in a Santa costume or something, but got stuck and like fucking died in the chimney, and so they had to like pull him out. Oh, and it Jesus. was the way she told it. It was like even more depressing than how I put it. But then there's a point in this where. Um, oh, fuck, did I write it down? I can't remember what sparked it. Hang on. I damn it, buddy. Oh, it was about uh, Lincoln. They started to mention the presidents, and she goes, oh, don't talk about Lincoln around me. And they're like, why? And the fucking, like, music starts playing, and she's like, well, I have a very traumatic event that happened about Lincoln. And she started going off on this story, and they're like, no, okay, no, it's fine. You don't have to tell us that right now. And I God fucking mega popped off, because it's like, oh, fuck yeah, way to bring that back. <laughs> it's pretty good. God damn it. <laughs> it's really awesome. Uh, so, yeah, that was that was one of my notes here. Um, so, uh, the sequel almost never happened. I think I remember you explaining this before, some random some random time we talked. I don't know if it was on the show, but I think it was just some random time we talked. Because, like, yeah, it wasn't going to happen, but then they're like, you know what, just do it the way you want. Like, here's the money, and he made it the way he wanted. Yeah, they... Basically, they wanted a sequel to Gremlins so bad that they just kind of let Joe Dante do whatever he wanted. Uh, so I'll even I'll just read right here. Um, uh, the original Gremlins was a financial success, and Warner Brothers asked director Joe Dante to make a sequel straight away. Dante declined because he saw Gremlins as having a proper ending, and thus a sequel would only mean would only be meant to be profitable. Um, moreover, the original film was attacking experience, uh, and he wanted to move on. Uh, work continued without him. The studio approached several directors and they declined. Uh, and then he was allowed, and they said, "All right, fine, we'll give you, we'll give you all the control you want." And so, with more control over the film, Dante engineered a project that he later referred to as one of the more unconventional studio pictures ever. Well, yeah, it's very apparent from the very first shot of the movie, which is the Warner Brothers logo with Bugs Bunny, and then here comes Daffy Duck, 
and it's like this <laughs> couple minute long bit where Daphne's taking over control <laughs> to start the movie. Yeah, I noticed that, and I just thought, oh, because like every once in a while they would do some kind of funny little opening of of you know back in the day at least of random stuff. Uh-huh. So especially with like TV shows and shit, so I just assumed that's what it was. I didn't know that he had control over that too. Yeah, so basically Dante describes Gremlins 2 as a satire of Gremlins and as sequels in general. <laughs> oh, well, all right. <laughs> I mean, you, you look look at it in hindsight, yeah, kind of. Because they even – there's several moments where you said like, they break the fourth wall where they're even talking – they have Leonard Maltin in the movie reviewing the first Gremlins. The first, yeah, and that made me hot. Yeah. It's pretty good. Like, I was joking, and I was like, okay. No, it's just, a 10. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot the name of the uh, – oh, the movie police or whatever that name of his show. I was like, that, that popped me off. Yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> That's not bad. Yeah. And he blew a whistle talking about like when it's like when it gets when it's a shitty movie. That it just popped me off. Yeah. But then I was like, okay, so he's a real character in Clamp's, you know, Clamp. He's, he's himself in Clamp's building, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But what the fuck's it called? Clamp something network. It was like CCN. Oh, it's the Clamp, Clamp Cable Network. Clamp, yeah, Clamp Cable. That's a fucking tongue twister. Clamp is kind of a. He's kind no... of a spin on Trump at the time. Oh, okay. Eccentric billionaires. Okay, I was going to say, there's no way he can have his foot in that much shit. Because it's like construction, movies, I think they said something about, like, animals. That's when, like, the guy explained to him, he's like, yeah, they even got a patent for, like, a new gerbil. And he's like, oh, Jesus, company. But it's like, you find out, it's because, oh, they, they took Gizmo. <laughs> yeah. Clamp's one of my favorite movie characters because it's like, the way the movie starts, uh, where he's trying to buy out the uh, the owner of that, that Chinese store that actually has Gizmo in it. Yeah. I think he's the same guy from the first one. Uh, it's like, oh, it's this guy trying to buy up everything. But then, like, you actually, in the scenes he's in, he's actually kind of a good dude. <laughs> like, he's actually yeah. kind of, right? Yeah, they, they make it seem like he's just some billionaire dude, like, buying construction and doing this and that. And, like, and he's, like, that asshole mogul type. Mogul type. But yeah. then... He he is like nice and cares about the workers. He's like, oh thanks, Bill. Like that you drew exactly how I wanted. Like I'll oh, just get rid of the trees, but it's it's perfect. Like he was like, not it wasn't like like oh you do better work. Like he was he was a nice dude. It's like god damn it. Yeah, and then every other time, even when as all this chaos is going on, every time Bill shows up, he's like, oh hey Bill. It's like yeah. oh fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, and, fucking, and, actively, and you would think like this kind of character normally would be like acting against the protagonist but no he's like taking everything he says and like okay yeah, let's do that let's go for that it's like oh fuck yeah, yeah. it was that fucking wig fuck that was like more against because uh... like they all mocked him when he's like yeah if you feed them after midnight then this happens and everyone's like oh what what happens if he eats at like 11 and then he like swallows a piece stuck in his tooth after midnight <laughs> and it's like like you fucking assholes and then that's a, that's a one... satire on gremlins like on the rules like how you're talking yeah. about why is he in the pot it's like well it doesn't always have to make sense yeah, uh, yeah. He like you said though, he's such a fucking nice guy. It's like why the fuck didn't Dax want to be in him? Oh god damn it! <laughs> yeah, a lot of fucking Star Trek connections. <laughs> god damn it! Yeah, that's retired, I guess. Well, now that I like it, bring it back. <laughs> like it was not DS Nine. I know only DS Nine do the alarm. Although actually. Picardo was in DS9. He has a guest star. He has a guest uh, role in it. Oh, really? What, are we coming up it's, on it? Or is it later season? It's it's pretty. It's later on because oh. um in in Voyager the the holographic doctor 
he, he uses the image of the creator of the program, which is like Dr. Zimmerman. And he and in DS9, he's playing Dr. Zimmerman. Oh, shit. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which uh, the timeline doesn't make sense because like Zimmerman shows up in like season four or five. So like later on, right? Voyager was like just about to start or something. And then when Zimmerman shows up in Voyager, he's all old and decrepit. And it's like, wait, <laughs> what happened? Well, maybe he was fucking exploring the Gamma Quadrant, but he aged faster. I don't... They, they never explain it. They just... They, I think they forgot that Ficardo no forgot to mention. Like, hey, I was in DS9 like a year ago. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so, yeah. So, the movie starts um, with them reeling in a fucking TV with a VCR. And they play a video for the Chinese store owner. Uh, clamps... Hey, you know making an offer to buy your building because he wants to build like a new Chinatown. And I took a note here because he said something incredibly racist. Uh, it, it was like whatever he was going to call the new Chinatown. He goes, new Chinatown where business gets oriented. And it's like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to the point, buddy. No, I know. Um, <laughs> I, just, I, so I immediately had to write that down. And that started a series of other notes that I had to jot down because I would not remember all these bits. Uh, so the the guy declines and he starts coughing, and Picardo's like, "Just keep the TV." And they go back in the car, and the driver's like, oh, "I'm sorry, he didn't accept his offer or whatever." He's like, "Did you hear that cough? That's gonna be ours in no time." God damn it. Uh, yeah, and- that that kind of made me hot. I was like, "It's like Jesus." He's like, "We could wait it out," and then it's like cuts like six weeks later. I'm like, "Oh, the old guy died in six weeks." Yeah, there. God, some of these. Some bits of this movie were so hard to watch because Gizmo is so cute and he gets so sad. It's like, I don't want to see him sad. <laughs> How many years? <laughs> no, I get it. How many years after? Ooh, there's a Resident Evil sale on. How many years after the first one did, was this movie made? Uh, the first one came out in 84, so this is six years after. Okay, because I, again, I never saw the first one, but I feel like they got a little happy with that technology because you saw more full body gizmo when he was walking and dancing you sure well there's there's they use some there's a lot of different way, things they did they used some kind of green screen effect they used some stop motion uh and they use puppets so they kind of there's a mix of everything yeah, uh, yeah. and so that's that's why i was assuming because the first one i think it was more or less you saw gizmo from like chest up you know what i mean because he's a you know, he's a part. puppet yeah. yeah, so when I saw his little body when he was walking in the alley before that dude scooped him up, I was like, oh, I bet you they, like, have new technology of him, like, making him look more realistic or just him, like, walking around. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Like, I got it, you know. Uh, fun fact, um, the first Gremlins came out on the exact same day as Ghostbusters. Ooh. It was a they busy got, weekend. They got beat in the box office then. <sighs> I'm not sure who won. Uh, I'm pretty sure Ghostbusters. Resident Evil 6 is seven ninety nine. I'm not buying six. Those are always on sale. Four or seven ninety nine. They're always yeah. They're always eight dollars. Arrives on Xbox One in full 1080p HD. I already got it. Oh. I bought it on there already. Oh. I've streamed it. Oh. Uh, also, fun fact. Uh, at least for the first Gremlins movie, um, we may have, I may have said this before because I think we did the first movie years ago on this or whatever. But uh, on the close-up shots of Gizmo, that's actually a giant version of Gizmo's puppet <laughs> that they made. Oh, really? Yeah, so the ones for close-ups is actually a bigger model than the one like for you see in full body, because the more expression and whatnot. I think that was a Spielberg idea. Ah, well, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Uh, that might be the same here in this one. Um, 
Oh, so, shit. Uh, yeah, so when they leave that TV in there, Gizmo... Quick question. <laughs> yeah. Has my buddy ever played Bully? I never played it, no. Oh, okay. It's like GTA, but, like, in a school. It's, no, on, yeah, sale. it's on sale for five ninety nine. so I'm just kind of like... Oh, shit. Yeah, and it's for the... For the 360, so it's, you know, backwards compatible. Enhanced graphics, enhanced gameplay. Well, buddy, I mean, that's a fucking series right there. I mean, I have it on my phone, but... Oh, God damn it! No, I know, but it's just like, i never been able to fully really play it, because, you know, phone. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, uh, console... Dude, I, one of the biggest mistakes was buying Vice City on my phone, because it's, it's completely unplayable. Uh, what? It's fun to run around, drive around, do random shit, but when it comes to, like, certain missions when you had to do shit... You can't yeah. control them. Yeah, because you need, like, you're both your thumbs and triggers and shit to do some shit, and you can't fucking touch all the screen at once like that. Nope. Yeah. I mean, but thank God it was only, like, ever four ninety nine. It was, I mean, it was usually yeah, on sale for, like, 99 cents for, like, quite a lot. That's what I spent. Like, your buddy has San Andreas on his phone. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah, but this is the same problem, right? I mean, well, yeah, kind of. But, I mean, that one, I, I feel, that one wasn't as complicated. I haven't gotten to that goddamn zero mission when you had to fly the stupid thing around the city. Oh. Like, that might, that might be fucking impossible. That was David Cross, right? Who played, I think so. I think so. But, uh, that, that <clears throat> might be virtually impossible on the phone. But, uh, everything else that I have done and played, it's, I mean, it's all right. It's fun running around doing shit. <clears throat> Fuck Yeah. Uh, so, Gizmo starts watching Rambo on TV. Yeah, that, that's, that's pretty good. Ties into stuff later on. Um, so yeah, after the guy, the guy dies, Gizmo's in the fucking store all depressed, and then all of a sudden a big fucking bulldozer crashes in the ceiling, and he freaks out and runs outside, ends up in an alley, and then is picked up by the scientist guy, who Which, of course takes him to Clamp Tower. Yeah. Which, uh, the, well, he was one of the twins, right? Yeah, we didn't know that Which, at the time. Yeah, but I mean, I I saw them and I couldn't put my fucking finger on it. I was like, I've seen these fucking guys somewhere. Yep. I was like, I was like where the fuck have I seen it? I was thinking, thinking, and I was like, I couldn't, I just couldn't fucking think of it. And then my roommate was like, oh, that's the security guy from Terminator 2. And I was like, mm -hmm. huh? He's like, the one that got coffee. And I was like, oh, it is. And I was like. Oh, shit, so that wasn't him playing two roles. That was, like, legit his brother stabbing him. I was like, that's pretty fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it might have been a guy that Spielberg knew, because that was also... Uh, oh, no, no, that was uh, Cameron. Never mind. Yeah, buddy, way different, buddy. Come on. But it's... These fucking mega directors get, like, intertwined sometimes. <laughs> no, I get it. Um, Did Spielberg produce it, though? Near Fatima is on sale for $20. 50% off. It's not bad. Um... Holy shit. That hunt's on sale for fifteen ninety nine. What is? Hunt. Me and the buddy should fucking... I well, should it's not right now, buddy. buddy. What? It's not on sale right now for our fans who are looking, going to buy these games. It's on sale for me. That's the one where it's like you and somebody have to like kill a creature before these other players kill it. Oh, me that. Buddy. Yeah, yeah me, that me, and buddy can, me and the buddy can fuck some shit up. I mean, yeah, it was okay. Oh, you played it? A little bit. But again, I don't have friends, so <laughs> it wasn't enjoyable. Hey, Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition's on sale. Seven forty nine. <sighs> That's pretty good. And that, I, that was the only Devil May Cry I ever played. I had that on my, uh, I think, my 360. Yeah, and that's not the best first impression. 
especially when I finally played as Dante, I was repeating the same levels that I played. No, as yeah, me. that's yeah, that's not great. <laughs> I will say that the, the DMC reboot thing and five are way better. Mm. Uh, Devil May Cry HD Collection on sale for fourteen ninety nine, fifty percent off for one, two, and three. It's pretty good. And I got three on my Switch. Not bad. Nope, not bad at all. Got some Final Fantasies on sale too. Ready to get back to the movie or? Uh... Uh, I don't know, buddy. I'm just having fun talking to my buddy. Uh, uh, no, go ahead. Um, oh, so, so, Billy Peltzer now works in this building, as does uh, Phoebe Cates, whose character name I can't remember. Now, is um, he an architect or is he just draw like schematic? I mean, I, I would look at designer. Okay, yeah. So like, he drew art. like a layout for the building. Did you notice that this guy, this guy script, like I think in his office he had like a a mock-up of what he wanted to do for that Chinatown. And it was yeah. like skyscrapers that still had those stupid Asian roofs. I was like, that's kind of racist. Just making those like Asian <sighs> huts taller. I was like, God damn it. Well, Especially it is when ancient Asian. architecture. It's, uh, it's for Chinatown. Uh, where business gets oriented. And then he, the only asshole thing I really thought that he did was I think he called somebody to tell them to like, oh, have them do like an Asian parade for us for, as a, out of thanks. Like that was like the most oh, asshole yeah. thing he he said. Other did than that, he was dragons a nice with the people guy. in them. What? So we can oh. get the can we get those dragons with the people inside. <laughs> yeah, goddamn it! But that's like the most asshole thing he did though. He was good uh, the other times. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Um. So yeah, Clamp actually comes and visits the department, and he sees uh, Billy's design, and he's like, "Oh, it's, holy! This is exactly it!" And he starts freaking out. And yeah. then uh, Marla, Billy's manager, who before was kind of uh. just like, you know, "Gotta do this, follow the rules, or whatever." Billy, and then she's like, "Hey, you want to get some? Can I get some dinner?" Well, I first of all, she saw the design, and she's like, "Hey, you need to add some trees in there." And he's like, "But are there really gonna be trees?" And she's like, "No, it'll be nice." And he's like. But then why do I want to add trees? And she's like, just, you know, do it. It's your job. This and that. Like, All right. So then he does it. So when he was like, oh, that's a perfect design. He's like, well, get rid of them trees, though. People think of that. They think of bugs. Like, just get rid of the trees. And it's like, god damn it. So yeah, and like, him and Marla go, exactly. Yeah. 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 And it's like, you bitch. You made him, <laughs> like, put the trees in there. Um. So, and then she wanted to be all buddy buddy with him when it's like, oh, when he called him Bill. And it's like, oh, you're, you're in. And then she, for some reason, she thought that was an in for her, too. Well, I mean, it's her department, you know, I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, what fucking got me was the goddamn, I know a new Canadian place downtown. Like, what? <laughs> There's no Canadian places. I mean, I kind of wish there was now. <laughs> oh, goddamn it. Well, because when they're in the fucking restaurant, the goddamn waiters are all dressed like Mounties. And they're yep. all talking like, hey, we got the, want some, want a moose horn for dessert? Eh? Yeah. <laughs> it was like a chocolate, like, hey, you want an antler? And it's like, oh, like, fuck. Goddamn it. Hey, you want another Molson? Yeah, please, eh? God. Uh, so then Marla sticks her foot in his crotch, like, hey, you know, let me yeah. uh, handle you. We both advance up in this business. And he just bails. Yeah, when did she kiss him, though? Because he had lips, you know, when he got home. Uh, when he was leaving, she, like, kissed him on, like, mostly on the cheek. Oh, okay. Um, before all that, he, he already found Gizmo because Gizmo escaped from the lab. Yeah. So while he was out to dinner, he told his girlfriend to go get Gizmo. But, <laughs> again, chain of events – Gizmo yeah. was uh, so the, his guy was getting a drink of water and it splashed him. And Gizmo was like trying to hide but watch, and then he like tried fixing it and it squirted by him. And he's like, uh, and then he fucking did it again. And it squirted like right next to him. And he's like, uh, and he like ran to go hide, and which is good. He knows. And then the guy 
did it again, and the water shot all over the drawing that fucking Bill did, went down the board, down the thing, and then fell on a gizmo. And then he, like, was screaming in pain, which was kind of, like, hard to watch. And then fucking... Right? His, yeah, all the things started fucking just shooting out of his fucking fur. And so for me, I was like, oh, like, that was the first time I saw, like, oh, it's just, like, other gizmos. One was a complete fucking retard. The one she yes. got home, just like... <laughs> yeah, that's, that was gizmo. Yeah, it's like, wouldn't she recognize Gizmo? Uh, it's been a while, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, his fur color wasn't exact, but I mean, at least he wasn't around as never... much as Billy was. Yeah, I mean, Gizmo never acted like that, right? He never acted because no. she's like, "How'd you get up there?" And he's like, "I'm dead." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, while he's on this date, fucking, uh, she took she took that guy home because she thought she thought that was Gizmo. The other ones ran away throughout the building. Um, and then, what do you call it? Um, 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 so then he shows up to the house and she's like all covered because she made him food. He like ate the corn like a motherfucker and then threw everything else at her and was just like fucking shit up. And then, uh, he comes in and he's like, what the hell happened to you? And she's like, he's going crazy. But then she like saw the lipstick on his mouth. And this is where your buddy got red hot because he has nothing to hide. He was in the right. It wasn't like they did make out or did fuck and he's trying to hide it. Like. He was legit 100% innocent in this. So if she would have just said something or he just, like, told her from the front, like, yeah, I went out because I thought it was a business being with my boss, but she came on to me because I, you know, this or that. Like, just be fucking honest when you didn't do anything. Because he doesn't say anything. It makes it look like he's a fucking liar. Yeah. And then also, too, when that fucking old fuck and that other uh, lady came in, which I think they were her parents or was that his parents? No. So, okay. That was that was Dick Miller and I don't know the actress's name. They were in the first one. They were like a neighbor, uh, their neighbors or whatever. Oh. Uh, but it, they retconned it because in the first movie, Dick Miller got ran over by a fucking tractor and died. Oh shit. But like they had, they were talking at the beginning of the movie like oh oh yeah he nearly died like oh come on but whatever it got Dick Miller back in the movie who actually yeah. did some shit. Oh he did uh, a lot. But yeah. uh, they didn't they saw him they didn't say nothing about the lipstick on his face so it's like okay it was pretty blatant. Yeah. That just, it made me hot. Because it's like, you had nothing to hide. So if she would have said something instead of being a woman and keeping that shit inside and just asked him, maybe he, then he should have been honest and just been like, yeah, she, my boss came on to me and I didn't want that. The second she came on to me, I left. Then it would have been fucking fine, but it wasn't. Uh, I have a note here. Uh, I think when, when uh, Billy was, got grabbed Gizmo and escaped that lab, he like let a monkey out. And the one the, the monkey could grab one of the vials, and the fucking twin scientist is like, uh, "Theodore, get down from there!" And they're like, "Alvin, put down that DNA!" It fucking popped me. Oh, good. Yeah, I heard that. I, didn't, <laughs> I wrote that, but I heard that. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, my other notes are come are back when we are in the building. It should start going nuts. Yeah. So then they go back to the building because like, they you know they need to get Gizmo and they realize whatever. There's uh, more. They go straight to the to the basement, I guess, to turn off the water, so that way they they don't replicate. But then, you know, they have a high tech security system, so they send a security guard down there, which the security guard popped me off because I've seen that guy in other shit, and he's he's usually fucking funny and stupid. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of like something recent or something else, but I I know him. He always plays like just kind of the same character where he's just kind of like, huh, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. <sighs> Okay, she hides and he takes him away because the the little gizmo dude uh, came out of the bag he had or something and bit him in the nose and all that shit. And so 
he's gone. And then he went to jail and she got him out. And that's when he's like, we got to go back because they couldn't make cocoons, which they did. And then uh, they hatch. And that's when we see like the green gremlins that I know of, like those fucking assholes. Yeah. And so uh, uh, I'm just going to keep calling her Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates, because it's like it's the new morning now. So they're kind of like doing they're back to doing their jobs. She's like giving a tour. And I wrote down stereotypical Asian tourist because he's taking nonstop photos. Wasn't that a. the dude from uh, that Molly Ringwald movie, like what, what's what's going on? He was in all kinds of shit. That guy's been every in everything. Was he fucking the dude? Was he uh, uh, Round Eye or what? What's a short hat? What's his name? Short um, Round. Yeah. Um, I d- that's not him, right? I don't think so. Hang on. It's the, it's the dude from Sixteen Candles. I I got that right, right? Look here, uh, Getty Watanabe. It doesn't. That name doesn't sound familiar. Hang on. It sure doesn't to me. He looks familiar though. Yeah, 16 Candles. He was Long Duck Dong. Yeah, that's right. He was in UHF. Booties and Booty Call. Okay. He was Mulan. He was in Slackers. <laughs> Getting Sarah Marshall. All kinds of shit. Yeah. Never actually seen 16 Candles. Neither have I. You've seen The Breakfast Club. There's a lot of those, like, 80s movies that you would be surprised that I actually didn't see. Well, because... But but you only watch good movies. You're not going to watch some <laughs> shitty teen love fucking bullshit. Especially, like... Especially that, what you call it, the, uh... Because 16 Candles, that's basically what that was. You want to get fucked by that dude. Oh, fuck but then yeah. there's... Uh, what do you call it? Breakfast Club? Who gives a shit about outcasts that finally become friends? Well, I saw that they just did some celebrity reading... And uh, Shia LaBeouf was Spicoli, and he went, like, full method with it because he was, like, fucking stoned I, out of his mind or something. I saw clips of that, and it was it was kind of popped me off because he's just, like, yeah. drunk, listening to music, sweaty, with a bandana and fucking smoking weed. Well, what was funny thing. is that they actually had Sean Penn in there. Oh, really? And he, yeah, I, I saw, because I saw a video of him, like, laughing, so I assume he was also there reading something. Oh, shit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, never seen it. <laughs> Never saw Fast I, Times. Never saw Ferris Bueller. I was. I never saw Fast Times. I saw Ferris Bueller. I've seen Ferris Bueller because I've seen it. I've seen it in parts so many times. On TV. That, yeah, that I got yeah. the whole movie. Same. I've never. I've never seen it in one sitting. But uh, yeah, yeah I've never. Uh, uh, whatever the fuck you said. Uh, fast. I've never seen Fast Times, and I've never seen, I've seen the uh, scene with Phoebe Cates. Oh well, yeah. Oh, and, the same and Judge Reinhold. That's the same chick, the one that was in this movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. I'm going to go jerk off to that afterwards. Uh, yeah, not bad. Um, I always get her confused with Winnie from Wonder Years. Oh, okay. oh gosh, she's fucking hot, too. <laughs> um, uh, I've also never seen that. Th- uh, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, but that wasn't in the 80s. I thought it was. Is that 70s? No, that's a, well, it's it's set in the '70s, but it was made in like the 1990s, like '93 or something. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, either way, I've never yeah. seen it. Pretty buddy, you would like it. Oh god damn it, buddy! It's I, real good. Uh, I mean that that's the quote I live by, but I know I agree. There's other quotes in that movie. There's oh, there's so much shit. Fucking Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh yeah, that was his first movie too, right? It was, yeah. It was like him and uh, uh, what the uh. Uh, you know, all right, all right, all right. It's his first movie too, wasn't it? I think so. It might have been Mia Jovovich's first movie too. Oh, she's not. Yeah, she oh. she doesn't. I don't think she speaks, but she's in it. 
Oh, she's so like hot. she's like she's part of their group, but she just kind of like paints shit all the time. Uh, and shit and uh uh oh, fuck um the chick with the voice who's super hot from Big Daddy. Joy uh, uh, Oh fuck yeah. She's she's in it as well. What the voice is super hot? God damn it. Dude, uh, well, you know me- is there a better way to describe her? I've seen that part in Mallrats where you just see her fucking titties jiggle because Kevin Smith smashed that wall. Yeah. It's pretty good. Oh, a sailboat. <laughs> That's so good. I've never seen Mallrats, though. God uh, damn it. He's standing there throughout the whole movie trying to, like, one of those pictures where you, like, stare at it long enough, you see something. Uh, the fucking, the big fat dude from, uh, oh, God, what was that show with? My name is Earl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. uh, he's standing there throughout the whole movie trying to see it, and everyone just walks by and goes, oh, a sailboat. By the end of the movie, he just fucking like picks it up and throws it because he still can't see it. <laughs> oh, goddamn it! It's pretty good. Fucking Michael Rooker's in that other friend of the show. But well, maybe I could do that for another anniversary or something. I mean, that's not. It's it's not anniversary worthy. Oh, well, all right. Fuck me. I mean, because anniversary movies are movies that you fucking like shit on. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um. So next year is probably like Lost Highway or something. No, <laughs> not not two years in a row. I right, got the gist. No, I got the gist of that when you sent me the fucking ending. <laughs> yeah. And then after you sent me the ending, you had the realization of what it really meant. And you're like, that's what it means. And it's like, oh, well, OK, well, I got it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's, oh, it's so good. Um. Anyways, yeah, they're in the uh, she's given it a, a, a group like a tour group and they go into like this cooking show that's going on. And Which I also I've seen that old lady and shit before, too. She always oh, tons. Like, yeah, she's pretty good. Uh, she's making bologna and bean dip roll-ups. Yeah, her show is uh, <laughs> like microwaving with Marie or something like. It's basically like making leftovers. Disgusting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what kind of shit do you just kind of have laying around? Like, all right, we got some bologna, we got some bean dip. Spread some dip along that bologna and roll that shit up. Yeah, they had a uh, a show like that. It, my buddy wouldn't have liked it. I think it was on MTV. But it was like they had to make. Like, they each had a fridge behind them, and it's like, all right, make food. And, like, some of it was, like, a top ramen packet, like, leftover pizza, and you had to, like, make, like, a new dish out of all a bunch of leftovers. Like, the show – some of the stuff people came up with was, like, crazy, but some of it was like, oh, fuck, that sounds good. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, Name of it. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, some fun facts. Um, the voice of Gizmo? I don't know if you saw in the credits. No. It's Howie Mandel. That makes sense, because he does that same thing with, like, Bobby and shit. Like, ah, Bobby! Yeah, yeah it's really weird. Uh, the voice of the smart gremlin was Tony Randall, who <sighs> played... Sound familiar. He played Felix Unger in The Odd Couple, the original Odd Couple. Or not the original, but, like, the, the show version. I have no idea. Uh, or the play. So it was the original. Uh, and the voice of Mohawk, who is kind of like the reincarnation of the main gremlin from the first movie named Stripe. Ah. Uh. Uh, so this is Mohawk. He was voiced by Frank Welker. The name doesn't sound familiar. He he was the voice of Megatron <sighs> and Nibbler from Futurama. So another guy who does, who can do like super deep voices like Megatron and Doctor Claw. Oh sure. Uh, but also does little high pitch noises like fucking Nibbler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, fun fact, I. <laughs> I had nothing else to do the other day, and uh, your buddy watched Inspector Gadget. The movie? Yeah. Still kind of holds it. up. Still kind of holds up. How does it still hold up if it never did? Just because it's fucking stupid. 
Yeah, no, it's go-go gadget dumb. oil slick, and it's fucking toothpaste. Why would he have toothpaste in him? <sighs> That's also a good question. <laughs> uh, but speaking of movies getting turning into cartoons, uh, as we get further into this movie, uh, I think you said a second ago, like Billy ends up in like this control center where he starts talking about we can't let them feed, and they're like, oh, but what if what if one eats earlier in the day and gets a thing stuck in his tooth or whatever. Uh, and then he says, oh, that'd be something I'd love to see. And the guy turns back to his console. And then I wrote, uh, uh, Gremlin busting through the console scare was awesome. Yeah, because then the, like, they're all, <laughs> they were shitting on him. And then all of a sudden it bursts through and like bites his fucking neck and like punched the fuck out of his ass. Yeah. And then like all the other ones are running scared. And then he, uh, Billy showed the light on it because, you know, they don't like light. They don't like light or they don't like UV because there's a Bright difference. light. Okay. So uh, not and then it, necessarily UV, but anything super bright. So it could be like a fucking light bulb. Okay. I mean, because the building has lights in it, so it's like, okay, why don't they... You know what I mean? It's just one of those things again. But anyway, yeah. uh, it runs off scared, and then now they believe him, and it's like, yeah, you fucking idiots. Uh, <laughs> but then, going back to like the cooking show, it fucking... Um, three of them pop out and start fucking her shit up, and she gets all mad, and she's like, that's my kitchen! And then they... uh. They take pots. One of them popped out of the soup first, and that's when I was like, "Well, that's wet," but he's fine. He's just covered in noodles. Then one out of the cupboard, and one out of the other like cupboard, and then they just start destroying shit, throwing shit around, fucking shit up. The Asian guy's still taking pictures and shit like that because he thinks it's the show. Yeah. Uh, and then she like kind of leaves. Uh, the camera guy ran the fuck out of there, and then they started putting like dishes in the fucking microwave. And she's like, <laughs> They can't do that, and so they they set it, and then it blows up, catches a fire, and then the fucking sprinklers go off, and I was like, oh no! Yeah. And they all get doused, like all three of them get doused, and they all start like shaking, like how uh, I almost said nibbler, how uh, yeah, goddamn it, now I almost said gibbler, uh, how <laughs> oh fuck yeah, Kimmy Gibbler, yeah, God, she's hot. How uh, all of a sudden, Is she? Uh, I mean, I would have, um, <sighs> and then uh, oh yeah, uh, and uh. Now I lost my train of thought, goddammit. Uh, they all, like, shook it off, and they all spawned, like, a shitload of those. And it's like, oh, God. And then she's like, we gotta get out of here. And she's like, no, it's not part of the show. She had to, like, drag that Asian fuck out of there. She's like, this uh, is not a part of the show. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um, so, and then this is around the same time where they, a lot of those gremlins bust into that genetics lab, which, oh, why does God. this building have a fucking genetics lab? Yeah, exactly. Uh, operated by Christopher fucking Lee, who, uh... <laughs> um, where they, they start getting into they start drinking all these things like this guy made this one that makes vegetables stronger for transport when the fucking gremlins drinks it and starts burping and keeps like growing tomatoes and shit all throughout of him, his body his, his ears turn to like lettuce leaves or whatever and it's like <laughs> yeah um the one of them drinks the brain serum which makes him smart and i wrote down the smart one just gets glasses somehow <laughs> yeah, because he like <laughs> fell down and shook and everything, and then he like stood up and was like, "Ah, oh, now you may be wondering what we're doing." And it's like, okay, yeah, he has glasses, okay. Yeah. And then <laughs> later on, he gets one, a suit. Yeah, and then this other one drank uh, a bat one, so he grew like wings and shit. And then the the smart one's like, "Hey, let me help me make you better." And he took like a it was like a sunscreen resistant one, and then gave it to him. So now he's like a bat, and he's sun resistant, so he like flew outside. Yeah, and there was—I think there was like a Dracula reference because Christopher Lee, obviously famous for playing Dracula. Yeah, um, so when he changed and he opened up and it was like the music was playing, and then the camera focused on him at that same angle as Dracula, and yeah, his they the eyes shot. were like 
the shadows and shit, and it's like, God damn it! Yeah, I think he was Dracula in those the uh, the old Hammer films. Um, yeah, yeah pretty pretty fucking good. Which those play on Comet all the time. They have like Hammer movie marathons. Oh really? Yeah, they have all kinds of sci-fi shit. I love that fucking channel. Oh, I have every episode of Outer Limits on YouTube TV because of that channel. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. A lot of Star Trek people in those. Like almost every episode, I spot a Star Trek person. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's see my notes here. Um, yeah, and shit just keeps shit just like this is where it's like joke after joke. Um, there, I fucking popped mega off because it, I think it was when Billy was talking to Clamp in his office after Clamp like killed one of them and like the paper shredder. Yeah, that was pretty. It, Which it looked gross. <laughs> it looked like some like weird j- green Jello that came out at the bottom. Which that's also like a, a callback because in the first movie, Billy's mom killed one in a garbage disposal. Uh, uh, gotcha. It fucking popped me off because it like got rid of his secretary, and then when he came out of the office, she's <laughs> the grandma has like her coat on, and he's like, oh, yeah. business, business, a type, 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 and he's like typing and shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so when Billy's talking to Clamp, he's there's he starts saying something like Clamp says like, uh, "This can't get out of hand. We can't tell anybody. If if three or four children get killed, this is gonna be a, a nightmare." And I'm like, three or four. <laughs> I, like, I wrote that down. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's pretty good. I mean, you can hide it if it's one, but if it's if multiple, one or two, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so that mega popped me off. So I wrote that down. And then um, we saw like the Leonard Malton bit where he's like reviewing the first Gremlins, uh, which brings us to our second fourth wall break where uh, a scene's playing out and all of a sudden it kind of starts skipping and it's like, hey, what's what's up with that? And then it has, like, a thing where, like, the film burns, so the movie stops, and it's just kind of there for a couple seconds. So if you were in the theater, you're like, oh, come on. Yeah, especially but, back then. Yeah, but then a fucking, two, like, the shadow of two gremlins pop up. It's like, oh, they're fucking with it. And then they get put on their own movie, which is, like, an old porn. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, an old nudist thing, which looked familiar to me. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, which cuts to, like, a theater and so a woman's like dragging her kid out of the theater, like, but mom, I wanted to watch. Like, what yeah. is this stuff? Uh, and then like the the major D or whatever, the theater goes into another theater and finds fucking in full garb, complete with world heavyweight championship belt, is Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I wrote, I wrote, I wrote, uh, fuck yeah, Hulk Hogan even wearing the belt. Yeah. Like, come on, you <laughs> gremlins. These people put, like, want to come and unwind and watch a movie. Like, yeah, come on, dude. Out. Yeah. He's like, you play a movie or y'all come up there. And then all of a sudden it starts playing. He's like, all right, sorry, everybody. Everything will be fine now. And it's like, God yeah. Damn it. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. So, a mega pop off there. You, racist. Uh, and as same as they did in the first movie, the gremlins are constantly tormenting Gizmo. Like, they have him tied to a train track with, like, a toy train. They're, like, running into him and shit. Yeah. Every, every time. But then he gets out of that and he's finally had enough. And he rem- you, you hear the clip from Rambo play where it's like, if you want to end a war, you have to become war. And so we get a <laughs> mini montage of Gizmo lifting weights, and then he's doing all this, all this like, physical training before he puts on a Rambo bandana, and like makes a bow out of like a paperclip. <laughs> it's not bad. It's no, it's not bad at all. Uh, and so the main gremlin, uh, who I guess is Mohawk, drinks the spider formula that makes him into a big fucking gremlin spider. Oh, God, that was. I- I would. That's the worst. I would have ran away. Yeah. Uh, and Marla gets stuck in the web, um, and Phoebe Kate shows up and reluctantly like helps her out of it. Yeah, she um, was all like, uh, like I mean, I could just leave you here. And she's like, look, 
nothing happened with him. He's a good guy. And she's like, oh, okay. And then she cuts her out. And it's like, bitch. <laughs> uh, so then the spider gremlin shows back up and fucking here to save the day, though, busting through the vent is Gizmo himself, who, like, he has, like, a, a pill bottle stuck on the end of a pencil with, like, a, a, a some kind of towel that he lights on fire. <laughs> yeah, like, I think he, he made, like, some type of, yeah, fire arrow, like, but it spilled like oh. shit over on him, like so it caught him on fire. Yeah. Uh. So again, Gizmo coming to save the fucking day, and then Billy finally gets him. So finally, they're reunited. Now, then this they—that's when I think Billy gave Clamp the idea of like, hey, like, if we make them think it's late, then maybe they'll all go out into the uh, the lobby, and then we can like catch them there, and they can you know kill them. So he's like, that's a good idea. He's like, ah, I can finally use that secret exit. So he has like a Batman exit, because then out on the street, it's like potted plant raises, and then he walks out, and all the media's like, oh, there he is! And it's like, <laughs> god damn it. Yeah, uh, and Dick Miller, now realizing that he wasn't crazy, and he wants to go in there, uh, gets in the secret little entrance that John Glover just came out of, and goes and gets into the building that way. And then yeah, he comes before, and saves the day, be- too. Before that, he stopped his own gremlin, because that bat one was was out and about and then he like smacked it into some like uh the wet cement and he covered it in cement but and then it like flew up and then it basically turned into a gargoyle and i was like okay all right and then he's like i'm not crazy <laughs> it's like all right, all right dude fuck yeah oh also in this movie is julia sweeney um yeah which i told my roommate i was like oh yeah and i was like oh that's the chick that played it's pat i was like i'd fuck yeah. and then he's yeah, like who would good. you fuck and i was like fucking beggars can't be choosers uh, yeah you ever see pat's movie Buddy, that's one of my favorite movies. Uh, yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, it's yeah, very yeah, weird. Yeah. I remember Ween, and that's it. And then, yeah, then fucking yeah, what's this? Fucking Dave Foley plays a girl, but it looks uh, like a dude. Yeah. So then it's like they're together. So it's like okay, now, <laughs> that one boss got kid, super obsessive. Uh, like, like I gotta find out what he is. <laughs> yeah, and fuck yeah, Dave Foley, of course, of a uh, friend of the show, Kids in the Hall. Fuck yeah, also whitest kids you know. They're related. No, not related. I mean, obviously inspired by, but yeah. Same shit. God, I want to find it. Kids in the Hall needs to pop in on some of these streaming services. They got I mean, Mad TV. That's fun. Uh, yeah, we have IFC, and it, it's apparently they play it on IFC. So do they? Maybe they'll have repeat episodes or something. Hmm. Um. So yeah. So they they wind the clock forward three hours, and they have like this big banner in front of the the big window. Um. And so all the gremlins gather there, and the smart one and the, the lady gremlin are there. Uh, I also popped off because they brought back the Flasher Gremlin. Who, oh, damn it. Because <laughs> he's like a, wearing a trench coat and sunglasses. I actually have a Funko Pop of this one. Uh, uh, Phoebe Cates. Well, before we it, get to that. He, uh, well, before we get to that, like, the the smart one started, like, singing. Like, yes. I, I forget the song, but he started singing. But then that, like, that's. Yeah, but then that's when your buddy passed out. So I I don't I don't know anything that happened after that, because he uh, was about to drop the the night curtain, but then clouds covered the sun. So then it was like, uh oh. So you didn't see any of the ending. No, and then the very end when when the the Star Trek fuck married the female. <sighs> yeah. And then God it damn. ended. I was like, wait, what? And I go back and I was like, it just ended. <laughs> uh. uh. But he missed the fucking big climactic ending. So, all right. So, yeah, Phoebe Cates comes across the flasher gremlin who opens his jacket. Of course, there's nothing there, but he's, like, oh, yeah. fl- flashing. So she just kicks him to all hell, so he flies away. Um, so, yeah, they all gather in the lobby. They have, like, a big musical number. 
Um, and just as Clamp is about to drop the tarp, buddy, a fucking storm system rolls in, uh, and it's about to rain. So they have all these gremlins oh, shit. about to escape the building where it's about to rain. So that's not going to be good. Um, also, I, I do kind of wonder, like, when those gremlins were in the cooking show and the sprinkles are raining down, if they're constantly getting rained on, are they just constantly spewing out more gremlins? <laughs> or does it stop at some point? Yeah, or is it like they only pop out four at a time or something? You know? yeah, maybe, and there's like a reset period. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Anyway. We need more. We need a third one. We need more answers. Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, although what? I'm pretty guarantee, I've heard rumblings of them wanting to remake this. No, oh, please do. No, please don't. There's no reason to. It's never going to top this movie. There's uh, always reason to. So there's another gremlin drank this like electric formula. Oh yeah. Um, turned him into like a big electric thing, who um is just killed, zooming around. Huh? He killed the fuck out of uh Lee. Yeah, he killed the fuck out of uh, Dracula himself. Um. <laughs> Was was Christopher Lee Dooku, or is that another guy who looks like him? <laughs> I I'm pretty sure Christopher Lee was Dooku. Okay. I, well, I don't know because Dooku looked kind of chubby, and then I remember when C- Christopher Lee was in Lord of the Rings, hey, he played he played Sauron. Hey who, Google, who played Count Dooku. Who played Count Dooku? Yeah, Christopher, it was Christopher Lee. Okay. Yeah, it was. I was YouTube poop the first one. Um. Uh. Uh, that was the news, my new and improved Siri, apparently, for iOS 14. Uh, still use my Google. <laughs> yeah, I don't have one of those things. Uh, um, so, yeah, he, so he, but eventually he, like, goes into Clamp's office, and Billy, like, quick fucking thinking, holds up the phone, the receiver of a phone, so he gets, like, sucked into the phone, and then they put the phone on hold, so he's stuck inside of the phone. You can see him on, like, a little video screen. So oh, he's trapped, cool. yeah, I he's trapped that. in his office, um, but he's going to come back here in a second. So now that they can't go outside, the, the, Billy hatches a new plan where he tells uh, he tells Dick Miller to go grab the hose. And like, the hose? What the hell are you talking about? It's like, just go do it. Just get the hose and point it at him. I'm like, okay. So Dick Miller goes and grabs the hose, the fire hose, and starts spraying all the gremlins down there. So they all start freaking out, right? And they're all like down and more coming out of their backs. Oh, sure. uh, and so Billy has Phoebe Cates say, hey, can you transfer a call on Holden? in uh, Clamp's office to hear? It's like, yeah, I think so. So he has her transfer the electric gremlin into the phone, into the lobby. So he's now stuck in the lobby phone and Billy holds the receiver out to all the gremlins in the lobby and tells her, hit it! So she puts him off hold and he starts fucking zooming around the lobby, electrocuting all of the now wet gremlins in the lobby. And they all start... Uh-huh. This, is, this is where it gets like, um, like that jump scare moment because this is... This started as like a horror kind of holiday movie with, you know, a little bit of humor in it. But this one obviously upped the humor. But we get back to horror a couple times, like with the jump scare. And now here where they start melting. And uh, Rick Rick Baker supervised. This is supervised, so I'm not sure how involved he was. But Rick Baker, I guess, did the effects in some fashion. Uh, so... It's all good. It's like all practical, you know, the melting effects, like they have like bones. There's one point where I think the Asian camera guy takes a picture of a gremlin and all this <laughs> it's, it's it's like a flash and then it's just a skeleton that falls. It's like, "Oh fuck yeah." Oh. <laughs> Stupid shit like that. Um so all the gremlins in the lobby are dead because the electric one fucking killed all of them. And here comes Clamp with like a fucking SWAT team. They come running in with guns and Clamp fucking trips on some of the goo. Uh, and, like, fires a couple of rounds into the ceiling. Uh, 
And so they have like a uh, he he sees Bill and they starts like he sees like the drawing that he did of his like hometown that yeah. uh, threw away earlier. It's like this is this was what I want. This like the modern American town. This is what people need. Like hey, you know, we'll come we'll we'll negotiate a deal later, but you know, I'm going to buy this. So it's like, oh, everything worked out for Billy. And even Marla who like like they had a moment where they looked at each other like, oh, like hey. And so he uh, makes Marla head of PR. Uh and then Picardo calls them on the radio. He's like, hey, I'm stuck up here. Can someone get me out? It's like, oh, well, the, I mean, the elevators are down. All the manual doors are locked or whatever. So we'll get to you eventually. And that's where you come back in and you see the female gremlin, you know, go and go to try and kiss him, like marry him. And he's, Picardo's looking at his face. It's like, eh, well, you know, not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that sounds like, wait, what? Uh, and then uh, Billy and Phoebe Cates take Gizmo outside and you hear Gizmo going, HBO, Showtime. You know, he's like, I want to watch all this stuff now that I have TV. Because with you guys, you'll let me watch TV. Uh, and that concludes uh, Gremlins 2, which I'm assuming you didn't watch the credits. No, a little bit, and then, I, and then I stopped. Daffy Duck pops in during the credits a couple times. He's like, you guys are still here? And there's actually an after-credits scene with where Porky Pig pops in and goes, that's all, folks. And then Daffy comes back in and he's like, oh, no, no, you've hogged this for too long. And he gets hit by the fucking logo again. Because <laughs> oh, it's pretty good. Also, later, apparently, Joe Dante directed a Looney Tunes movie. So, buddy, he must have been a big fan. Uh, I think it was the one with... Oh, God, it was the awful one with... Uh, Back in Action? Yes. <laughs> with Brendan with Brendan Fraser? Career, yeah. My buddy. Didn't it? I honestly don't know. I'm pretty sure it might have. I mean, it... Came back now. Now that he's doing Doom Patrol, he's back on top. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's doing good under a mask. Well, it's not him. It's a different body. He's just doing the voice. God, I saw a thing where like Leslie Mann was talking about how she she had a huge crush on uh, Brendan Fraser when they were doing Tarzan, and then like he came out to surprise her, and he's just like, oh god, he's just so fat now. Who would, no one would have a crush on him? <laughs> I never <laughs> so, back then though. Like I get it. No, I got it too. I get under the mummy. Like it was. In Steno Man, he was on top of the world, and then something happened. It was Looney Tunes back in action. Uh, um, Listen, man, is fucking so hot, though. God, I know, still. Uh, so, yeah, that was Gremlins 2, and what may be our longest uh, review on a 31 Days since Venom, or Joker. Is Joker part of last year's? Uh, last year, yeah, because it came out in 18, so. Right, yeah. Uh, we squeezed it in there. We made Because it came out in October, so we made right, it like... So- a yeah. day. Close enough. Oh, well, our fans demanded it. It's pretty similar to Henry, if you think about it, so... Sure. Oh, buddy. Oh, two amazing fucking movies. Henry, uh... If, if there was a TJU Hall of Fame, I think Henry's on it. Oh, you know it. Yeah, and that'll be a, a list at some point. The TJU Hall of Fame. We have to start inducting movies <laughs> into yeah. it. Yeah, and Back to Future 3. God damn it! I hate it when you pop off at your own idea. I did the same <laughs> shit, though. Because that's pretty good. Uh, Back to Future 3 will go in there. Yes, uh, that has to. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. yeah. Shit that... When shit goes wrong... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, fuck, I gotta... Hang on, I gotta note that. We gotta re-listen to old episodes to see which ones were, like, pop-off episodes. Oh, you know it. We'll do all the ones we remember off the top of our heads, like we just named. Yeah, that's four of them right there. The so. fame. There we go. It's, it's there. It's there forever. All right. Um, yeah. Well, that'll do it for day ten. And uh, what do you think, buddy? You missed like the 
ending, but you kind of you got like most of the like crazy yeah. out of there moments. Yeah, um, I have one thumb because it's like it's like God oh, damn it. <laughs> what? So okay, yeah, I know the electric in the water killed all the other ones, but shouldn't technically the electric one still be alive? Uh, I mean, I guess, but I just assume he also just died in the chaos. He was too overloaded. I don't know. Because he mixed with water, too, so he's dead. Oh, okay. Or whatever. The, yeah. the fucking female one's still alive, so it's fine. And so is yeah. Gizmo. So the cycle can continue. Exactly. That's why they need to make a new one. No. God damn it. And, and they'll call it, uh, who you gonna call? <laughs> Fuck, god damn it. <laughs> I mean, maybe. The gremlins. You got to find something that has like the same amount of syllables. All right. Well, that's uh, definitely a mega two thumbs up for this buddy right here, though. God damn it! Uh, I like this God, God, fuck you. What? God damn it! I like it more than the first one. Uh, because it's it. I like movies where you could tell they just did this shit because they could. <laughs> like yeah. they went as far as they could because they could. That's true. You do like movies like that. I do enjoy it. That's why fucking Orgasmo is so good. No, one, no one's telling them how to make that movie. Cock <laughs> rocket! They fucking stomp Ron Jeremy's face, and it's just like a pottered plant or whatever. It's like <laughs> pottery. It's like so good. <laughs> the cock rocket! <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, well, we'll see you at the scary movies. Boo. Wow, that sure was a great episode, huh, gang? If you liked what you heard, and why wouldn't you, interact with us on social media. Follow us at TNJUniverse on Instagram. That's TNJUniverse. Or find us individually at SandmanRios on Instagram and ZeroSignal316 on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll see you next time. Fuck yeah!